0: Hi everybody this is jason and this is pete and this is the lost legions podcast and what are we here to talk to you today about pete what makes a good terrain table i don't know what makes a good terrain table
1: the camera's too narrow for my hands so i thought it would you catch my hands. To, yeah. do it like yeah. this. what makes yeah. a good terrain table? um <laughs> yeah what makes a good terrain table so we're gonna have a little run through talking about different types of terrain what makes a good board and heresy because i think we can probably agree right now. This can make or break how a game plays out. Would you Would you agree yeah. with me on that? Yeah, yeah.
0: I I think it can really change the experience, right? And yeah. I mean, you're somebody who's built a lot of terrain tables because you've done a lot of like TO stuff and run your own events. So you've built like completely different styles of terrain tables. So I think you're a good person to spearhead this and kind of talk about this. So yeah. Like, what do, you, what, what do you think? What what mixture keeps the games varied? like, what would you suggest?
1: So I think you need a bit of effort and the, the three main ones really are going to be you need some line of sight blocking, mm-hmm. you need some standard sort of difficult terrain and we'll come into a bit more detail about that in a minute, really, and some impassable terrain too. And having all of these three key aspects working together not too much, not too little, but definitely go closer to too much than too little um, would be the right way to go. Um, works really well. So, shall this through different types of terrain and what they do.
0: Yeah, um, maybe maybe a little bit. We'll tackle that in a second. But maybe like Come why on. why do you want varied terrain? Like, what is it? what does it do when you have the terrain kind of like not uniform
1: yeah so it varies the gameplay entirely right so it stops a game from being a shooting gallery so for example if you had a table which was entirely full of low-level crates or like uh, ammunition depots or something like that that marines can shoot over well yeah you've got some soft cover but everyone can see everything right yeah or like uh,
0: building terrain with all windows, or something. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. The, That's yeah.
0: the one I see the most.
1: Actually, it's the most common to use the, the them Gothic them. buildings, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's that, right? Um, you, if you, um, it just keeps it as a shooting gallery, right? By by bringing in some uh, line of sight blocking, so you might have a huge hill or a big, uh, big like, overturned vehicle, or you know whatever it is you can, you can use. Um, That'll change the way the game works entirely, right? You'll 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 have ultimately different firing arcs and different avenues of fire that you can close off and like sort of hold and and different key positions sort sort of come into the game of how you can make the game work for you. Okay. And by adding adding impassable, you can really bring some other units alive, right? So let's say you've got some jetpack units or some jet bikes or something on those lines Yeah, yeah they can fly on top and shoot some guys over the other side or fly over and assault the other side and all these sorts of things that you you know you might not be able to do if you just had regular tanks and boots on the ground sort of thing but it gives you
0: interesting choices for these more dynamic units right so yeah i think that's actually pretty a pretty good shout what so what kind of terrain pieces make up these different types of terrain or what would you recommend like what makes good impassable terrain what makes good um difficult terrain what would you suggest for cover
1: yeah so impassable terrain which can usually would double up as line of sight blocking terrain it's quite common people will say oh this is box line of sight because it's like a solid you've used a old paint can as a big silo or something, right? So you're like, right, that's a fuel Or shield silo.
0: generators on their side they are round. Okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, right, whatever. Um, and you go, yeah, obviously you can't get on top of it because it's like 10 inches tall or whatever, right, and just a vertical face. Um, so it's unthematic for a space marine to just climb up that. Um, or some big jagged rocks or, you know, volcanoes or smoke plumes, things like that, you're going to suggest the impassable more often than not. Um,
0: I've had some people actually, and this is sorry to interject, but I've had some people do something like with, with like the paint can situation where people are like, okay, this is impassable unless you have a jump pack. And since it has a flat top, you can land on it. And something like that is fun to declare with your opponent, especially if you guys both have stuff or like, maybe you say this is impassable, but your recon marines could start on top of it because they have you know, they've they've climbed up there right yeah. before the game started, right? like And this is the kind of thing you can agree with your opponent before the game. And I think it can make it a lot more fun and more like dynamic and interesting.
1: Yeah, agreed. Like that's probably the first thing. That's a very good point, Jay. Whenever you sit down for a game with your opponent or stand up for a game with your opponent, um, unless the event organizer specifically laid out what the table and terrain is, then you should really go through and discuss ahead of it because there's nothing worse than someone going, okay, i got... You know, five up cover saves, and then you're like, oh, no, that's six up cover saves. You know, oh, are we yeah. treating that as this or that? And, a, you know, it's not a good position to be in. Um, agreeing it firstly beforehand is, is is good. And if it's a friendly game, make it fun, like where you can. There's some good examples of it in the rule book. You've got Craters, for example. I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering this correctly, you get a six plus cover save, but it goes to a four plus if you're pinned. Little things, right? Just little, little add ons. It might be, Harder to remember in the moment, but they're good fun. I think there's a shrine type piece of terrain, like a, a monument, which gives units zealot or fearless or something like that within a certain radius. You know, mean, it, it adds, and, adds and there's
0: nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong, like when you're playing a narrative game, especially with your friends, to to actually suggest something like this and add it into your own game, right? Like you it's your game. Like decide what you want to do. And like I think a lot of this comes from Pete being a TO and like having specific table effects or specific terrain that does stuff like i think it's natural for you to kind of reach out and do this but like don't be afraid if you're playing a game at home especially or even in the club with your friends talk to them about a table effect come up with something like it could be fun maybe it doesn't work the first time you do it but maybe the next time you do it it's going to be really fun um But yeah, like that kind of stuff can just be amazing to kind of like, don't be afraid to throw in your own effects, basically, I guess is what I'm saying. My suggestion from a narrative game.
1: Yeah, and like, yeah, I I completely agree with you on that. I think if talking about like building a table, I don't want to go into too much detail here. I don't want this to be a how you build terrain tutorial because that's not what this is about. But if I was to build a table now, the first thing I would buy would probably be one of the... A gaming mat, like a nice mouse pad gaming mat. Yeah. Probably a double-sided ones. So you can get them from a number of the um, developers and designers now. So you can have, like, I don't know, a desert one side and then woodland the other, right? And you're maximizing the ability from that mat. Um, I also then would build the terrain from foam as much as possible and use model trees bits of ruins things like that because the good thing that you can get with foam is you can build a lot of varying height terrain Uh, it's quick it's cheap it's easy you can cover it in flock or sand or whatever it is and all of a sudden just rattle can them like i've done in the past quite commonly Um, and all of a sudden you've got a good gaming table Um, yeah you
0: did that for your last event yeah, yeah all the
1: snow tables were just yeah,
0: it, it was fun. Like the actual hill terrain was good, and it was kind of st- old, kind of old style step terrain. So, like with the kind of like layer yeah. cake sort of effect, which might not be the most realistic looking thing sometimes, no, but it not. plays so nice, right? Like I prefer it so much more than like actual sloped hills where you're like sitting there like sliding down it. Like if anyone remembers the old Realm of Battle tables. Yeah. Like with the plastic sloping little hills on it and your dudes are just, and you're like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, so much better.
1: Um, and, and I like touching on, now. I think you're right. That was the idea I went for, right? Like it's very clear as to, well, this guy is on this elevated position so he can see that, whereas he's not positioned on the gradient of the hill. You know, I tried to make it a bit just easier to play the game on it, right? Um, 100%,
0: way better to play
1: on. Plastic terrain, personally, might be a bit of a, might be going against the grain a little bit, but I would choose to avoid it more so than go with it. And the reason why GW terrain is beautiful, we'll focus on the GW terrain, but it doesn't necessarily do a lot. So you run into the problems of having, as we sort of said at the beginning of this episode, you have lots of buildings with lots of windows and you're just drawing line of sight for a lot of different things. It might look really cool. And if you want to go for it, go for it, right? But in terms of what it's giving you, affecting the game and, and, and changing the way the game plays, it's giving you very, very little for a lot of cash, right? Whereas, you know, you can spend realistically 10%, 20% of what you'd spend on filling up a 6x4 of plastic terrain, on some foam and some model railway trees or whatever, I make the game far more interesting in my opinion. Um,
0: I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of cut the difference here and say, yeah. I think that the GW terrain is good and I really like it. There are different ways you can build it. And I think that like you should, but like you said, it is expensive, but I think you should also remember that you shouldn't build it all the way see-through if you have those options. Yeah. But that- I think Pete was saying like about the varied terrain and how you want line-of-sight blocking terrain. And the GW terrain tends to not be that. So you probably want to mix up your terrain, especially if you do have these GW buildings. I guess that's what I was getting at.
1: Yeah, no, completely agree. And and they're great centerpieces, right? You can build some really awesome centerpieces and stuff. I think they're great. But I think creating shooting alleys as opposed to shooting galleries, if that's something... Would, uh, yeah
0: yeah no I see you know would, exactly what you're saying shooting lanes instead of just like wide open yeah because you can see through every window as opposed to like oh I can shoot to the right and I can shoot <clears throat> to the left but I can't shoot down the center gives your opponent a chance to go somewhere right and yeah. then you have to maneuver to do something around that so it puts a lot more tactics and interest in the game
1: and um, it allows assault I- armies to work better as well is the truth of it, right? So you you bring not only the positioning of your units becomes more important and more tactical. You open up the ability for a whole other list of units to actually be far more effective than what they than what they are at most games. You know, it's the shooting yeah. units which are dominating Heresy currently. Um, and if you limit the amount of what they can shoot at, then it's not a, not a, not a negative thing.
0: No, I think it's something to kind of keep in mind when you're making your table, you're designing your table. I have a lot of Battlefield in the Box stuff, which I think is better than the GW stuff at actually doing line of sight blocking. Agreed. It still Agreed. Still suffers from a lot of windows in the buildings. However, they definitely have angles on them, so you can't shoot out every window. So it's a lot better that way. This is the pre-painted but, like, stuff,
1: right? yes yeah yeah. it's a little more
0: expensive though like so i would say it's pretty close to what the gw stuff is price wise but it's all done and the terrain is genuinely a little bit better to game on
1: sturdy isn't it it's like thicker and it's like cast of um it's like a thick heavy resin isn't it or something it's not yeah it's not plastic it's not like the abs plastic it's um yeah, there's no cleanup, no painting. I mean, you could choose to paint them, right? But they can't per they look they, they look perfectly acceptable to, to put down at your house, yep. right? And, and they also
0: have some cool obstacles too, like they have like uh, water pools and slime pools and like fountains and stuff like that. Yeah, cool.
1: yeah, I like them. I actually want to get some more of them for um, to expand on my ruins table. I've got to add just a- get a few more sets of ruins just to buff up the uh, line of sight blocking a bit more, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's what I was kind of saying, like if you're gonna build GW tables, like I think a lot of them are just, they have windows everywhere, but you, some of them you don't have to actually put the windows or you could board the windows up. And I think that that might actually be a good thing to do. So like Pete said, you don't end up with like a shooting gallery everywhere, that there are some line of sight blocking things, if that's all you have is buildings, right? Like. Hills and big ruins work well too. But like I think definitely, like, you know, scatter terrain on the ground that's cover is really good. Also difficult that makes difficult people have to move around. Craters work really well. Yeah. Buildings with windows in it work great, but they also need like things like piles of rubble or hills or things to block the line of sight. Depends what theme you're going for. But I think the thing that both of us are kind of stressing is that you want varied terrain, you want light of sight blocking, you want cover, you want things looking through. So like, I guess there's no hard rule other than don't have all the same terrain, don't have like six hills, and then that's it.
1: Yeah, 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 agreed. Yeah, making it a bit varied, make it not a shooting gallery is probably the, the number one tip and keep it painted get it painted (laughs) it's so much
0: better when it's painted
1: all the effort painting up your armies to play games and then like yeah you just still smack it out like a rattle can black MDF building or something that's been there for five years
0: even just to say this so like I was playing a game the other day and I had these cool barriers that worked they were just junk barriers that Andy had given me and they weren't painted and all I did was spray them and gave them the quick silver dry brush Yeah, and they were not award winning but the difference between that and gray plastic was huge. I think I like, dry brushed them and then put a wash yeah. line wash on them. And yeah, like they weren't award-winning, but like you can just quickly slap a coat of paint on them. And the 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 way they look is so much better. If you do spend time on it, they can actually look amazing. But um, like, I'm really enjoying my new Zomartalis walls that I had print, 3D printed up, and I'm spending a lot of time painting them. But like that you know but you could just like yeah. with my barriers you could just slap some paint on them and the difference between that and just bare plastic is like night and day
1: yeah yeah come on i think that's pretty much it anything else you want to
0: add no i think uh we've 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 covered terrain
1: brilliant well yeah i hope you like this one give it a like give it a subscribe share it a friend <laughs> catch you next one <laughs> bye guys